Welcome back to another episode of Ends With Z. I'm Juan Fernandez, along with Cecile Munoz and executive producer Sean Moe. And here we go again, Cecile, with yet another episode and lots to talk about. How are you doing today? I'm great. I am happy we're talking about something, a a series of things Mm -hmm. that are lighter, that are in keeping with the fact that summer is here and people are thinking Mm -hmm. about doing fun things and vacation. I think your family's coming into town today. That's right. As soon as I'm done with this podcast, I am going to be welcoming my sister who hasn't Mm -hmm. been here in... 20 years, believe it or not. She got married and had kids. Of course, that uh, complicated things. And she's bringing my two nephews. I'm so excited. I think you'll get a chance to meet them uh, as well sometime this weekend. I'm all ready for it. Her boyfriend is coming too. My house is open. I am welcoming them with open arms. And you made a great sign for them at the airport. You better believe I'm going to meet those kids. I I remember when you didn't come to the Halloween party. Because you called me so excited. You said, my yeah. sister is going into labor and I'm flying to and Florida. I'm flying out. That's right. October. October 25th is mm-hmm. when Anthony was born. And yeah, you are correct with those dates. I, and I, now he's almost 16, right? Oh he's going to be gosh. a sophomore in high school. So oh it's amazing how, how time passes. Oh and he loves visiting his uh, Tio Juan. And I um, as I said, I- I'm here for it. I am excited that they're coming. Mm-hmm. I know that this has been a long time coming. And of course, mm-hmm. the last two years they couldn't come. And and that's one of the things that we want to talk about. Listen, the last um, series of, of podcasts that we did, I thought it was really mm-hmm. important. And I love to get the perspective from the kids because mm-hmm. they're of that generation. Right. And it was all things digital, uh, digital media, the uh, the Web3 and cryptocurrencies mm-hmm. and all of that. The metaverse, oh, which we God. jumped into feet first. And, uh, yeah, I tell you, I'm really proud of that series of, of podcasts because it... I find it super interesting and, of course, mm-hmm. super important mm-hmm. for for us to understand. It's here to stay, and it really does make our lives better. It also, of course, dovetails in what we're, to what we're going to be talking about mm-hmm. today. But it was a lot of brain cells that we had to sure. squeeze to make sure that we understood it and then be able to talk about it in somewhat of an intelligent fashion that mm-hmm. people could understand. But I'm excited that we're going to talk about um, lighter things. And, yep. and, and looking th- ahead too, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I, th- what we thought about it is how do we do real life now? How do we mm-hmm. come out of two years of a pandemic, two years of being locked up and, and being under so much stress and duress? Certainly the pandemic really challenged us emotionally and physically with so much, so, mu- so many things changing, so much sadness, so much fear. And mm-hmm. I think the key thing that we pulled away uh, as we jumped in and talked to many people, we did our research of how do we do our own version of 2.0 life right. this summer. Mm-hmm. And the key word is being flexible. Flexible and having awareness. And mm-hmm. we're going to be talking a lot about that flexibility in your own personal life, mm-hmm. how being flexible makes you a happier person. Absolutely. Which is, I was doing some reading on that that uh, Sean provided for us. Mm-hmm. It really, uh, you know, flexible and being rigid while I was reading that, there was parts of me that was saying, I'm rigid oh, when it sure. comes to a lot of things. And right? I mean that with love, for sure. And, and yeah, so am I. Yeah, and it's just the way I look at things. And then I started reading the bullet points on why being flexible um, is is a positive to you. And I realized, you know, I really need to take a second look at why I'm, fle- why I'm so rigid on certain mm-hmm. things and why I'm so carefree about others. And I'm really excited to... You know, yeah, dig and, deep on that one. Yeah, and it's in, and I think it's also uh, what I pulled away from it mm-hmm. that um, it is in being flexible and in, in, in being kind. I, I use mm-hmm. the term kindness. Be, yeah. be, be uh, give yourself some grace. Give mm-hmm. yourself uh, patience and love. I know that I tell myself that when I'm when I'm on the dance floor because I'm you know I'm a mm-hmm. bull in a china shop. Mm-hmm. I feel I can learn everything in thirty seconds. And if you show me how to do something 
infinitely complex. I should know it just from looking at you, which is, of course, completely <laughs> unrealistic. Right? But I, I, I feel that I find myself saying that more. And I, too, uh, looked at, read a lot of the information yeah. that Sean gave us. And as always, Sean, you do such a phenomenal job. And, Fantastic. And yeah. giving us uh, mm-hmm. all that we should think about. Before it made we me th- think, Cecile. <laughs> it did. And, you know, yeah. I am the queen of lists. I am the queen of I have a plan. Always be flexible with your plan. Uh, certainly being a business owner, that's sure. what you learn after being in business maybe seven hours. Mm-hmm. That what you thought was going to happen is not going to happen. And I also am excited to talk about one particular article that when I first started reading it, I found myself being defensive. And Mm -hmm. then the more I read Mm -hmm. it, I found myself thinking, oh, my God, I am a human doer, not a human being. And it's a it's a brilliant article that was written by a professor at the University of San Francisco who happens to also be a Ph.D. And basically it says that human doing is a person who values their their worth and and the importance is on what they do and what they acquire and what they have as a measurement right. of who they are, which I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Sure, because I I added to I think therefore I am not that I value myself by what I have, but human beings are people that believe that they have value and worth just because we are right. And I believe that too. But mm-hmm. I I read it and I thought, I know that especially as Americans we pride ourselves in being doers which is a great Absolutely. thing but how do we balance that how do we find mm-hmm. a better way as we all learn how to balance work and life with being able right. to work remotely to maybe be having a more harmonious life and right. that's all the things that we want to jump into this month of june well you and i and, and people from our generation right we we are human doers right yeah. that's we set a course and and we mm-hmm. want to make it to our destination and it was always celebrated but as we talk to younger people millennials suddenly that journey is not all that important. If you're not happy yeah. along the journey, what does the destination Absolutely. mean? And and it's not at, at right. midlife, right? They don't not they don't all. wait to have a midlife crisis. They're and, doing and it say, in what college. Are, yes. Yeah. At nineteen. Yeah. I was I was telling you earlier. I was listening to a, one of our earlier podcasts. Uh, is the juice uh, worth a squeeze? Yeah. We had um, our friend uh, Ashley on on the uh, program here. Number twenty six, uh, almost a little over a year ago. Yeah. April so 29th. over a year ago, and the things she was talking about. It's like we're circling back to it again. She was basically saying, you know, for young people, if working at a company, if they don't match up with your ideals and and the way that you think, mm-hmm. it's not worth their time. Exactly. And they're just, yeah. many of them are just starting their career. Right. And for us, I know that when we, when she was telling us all this stuff, first of all, we, we really felt a generation. <laughs> you were, <laughs> there was a part in the podcast where you said you were holding, you know, holding gripping the table. the table. She was talking about dating and apps and all this <laughs> and that and how young women and men date today and uh i haven't yeah. gotten very that far past very, that i that hate to tell humorous. you that's that's one part that i'm still not flexible about but well that's for another podcast folks listen to that podcast <laughs> and you can see how cecile slowly comes off the cliff towards the end but you know we all we with every podcast cecile i learn something yeah. and everybody who comes on board brings something special and i'm glad that you know at 54 years old right i'm, I'm going to be 55 in february um I can still see that I do have time to be flexible and of course, you know, uh, being empathetic and having empathy for people really does make a world of difference and it also just makes you feel better. Right? Juan, I almost call you Juanito for people that you know. Can, you I, can. I call you Juanito cuz you're you're like my brother. Of course. Um 
that is it warms my heart to see and i hope that that inspires people to equally mm -hmm. be courageous enough to let yeah. go of things that are not serving you and and i i constantly check in mm -hmm. with myself it is a hard journey for me to take to change certain behavior and when you were talking about how we came into the professional world and how we were raised. Right. Yeah, we were right. we were not only encouraged, it was expected and right. rewarded. That's how mm -hmm. we were promoted. And in part of what we're gonna cover this month is is talking about how we as uniquely Americans, mm -hmm. we we are the nation maybe it's our it our is our Protestant upbringing as, as a country, maybe yeah. maybe it's that uh, or just because this is uniquely American, we we work, we pride ourselves on working yeah. hard, not taking lunch, not taking vacations, mm -hmm. always working. And I'm just as guilty as that. I it, mm -hmm. I find myself feeling guilty if I don't work at least one day the weekend. Right. Well, you've said it, right? We're all the products of the generation before us. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my parents were part of the greatest generation mm -hmm. um, and, and they had to work very hard. They're immigrants coming yeah. into this country. So are my parents. And I remember my dad saying to me, you know, work hard. Mm -hmm. Keep your head low. Mm -hmm. Hard work is recognized and you'll get ahead in life. Not necessarily true today just because, you know, companies are having a hard time keeping uh, employees in seats, right? 180 that, degrees from yeah. what the Z generation right. believes. Right, right. So if companies aren't flexible and they don't adjust to what these young, younger work workers uh, want, mm -hmm. it's going to be have a real tough time recruiting people and we see those numbers it's really difficult um for companies to attract good talent they'll even interview we've, we've read about this and then they don't show up on day one they, yeah i think they call it ghosting right they just ghosting. don't show up mm -hmm. which again is another word that i had to learn mm -hmm. we certain we just recently pushed out um, an article that we read that i found it was so fascinating and, and it of course it's something that we have to carefully track in the work that we do at us uh -huh. executive search and consulting and that is what Great Britain and now, oh, of yeah. course, the other European countries are following in an example. They just started out the test mm -hmm. case of having a four-day work week. Right. And I... So jealous of that, too. I, right. Know. And, and mm -hmm. it's the same thing. In 2017, France, this is before the mm -hmm. pandemic, so mm -hmm. this was not a reaction to allowing people who were working remotely, working from home, who, mm -hmm. of course, they may have had a lot more flexibility to manage time with their kids and, and do laundry and all those things, but effectively now the statistics are back, mm -hmm. is that people did work on average 48 minutes more right. working from home or working remotely than they did in office, and they were just as productive, if not more. But it is it is this 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 fact that, that when we think about, oh my gosh, now they're only going to work four days a week. But in 2017, France passed a law mm -hmm. that made it that um, made it illegal, basically, for companies to require their employees to look at their emails on the weekends. So say that again. They made it illegal. Yes, it was for, a mandate. Uh -huh. It was a, it was a, it was it was a government mandate. So you're off and. Period. Yes, you're not. You cannot ask an employee. Well, how come you? Or even uh, insinuate why mm -hmm. didn't you look at your email? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you know what, Juan? And you know I'm a Francophile because I grew up. I went to school. I went to high school in France, and I. It was surprising to me that it was actually a rule or a mm -hmm. law when I read it in, in in the research that we did, but yet I remember watching a show that was my guilty pleasure during the beginning of the pandemic, mm -hmm. Emily in Paris. I don't sure. know if you saw it on, I, I on did Netflix. see a couple of episodes. Guilty pleasure, for sure. Mm -hmm. And in one of the episodes, I remembered, she said, well, didn't you guys get all the emails this weekend? <laughs> Emily, the American, yeah. and the French said, 
don't you know that's illegal? You're not supposed to do that. And I remember hearing that. It's and almost I just incredible. Laughed. Yeah, that, but that's it didn't, true. It didn't even become real right. to me because I thought, how is that possible? They're being funny. But yeah, it's it's a lie. And, and so it's going to be really interesting mm-hmm. to see um, what the result of it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it's going to affect us here in the U.S., but it's certainly something to think about. Yeah. Well, I remember um, being in Europe and meeting uh, young young travelers going around and you know, you kind of like size each other up. They ask if you're on vacation. And of course, I'm on a maybe two week or a nine day vacation. You know, two weekends and the week between it is is what normally I think we take here in the U.S. just because we're afraid to take more time off as well. And when they would say they were off for a month, mm-hmm. a month. And I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Not You know, a month off and knowing that when they go back to their job, the job is still there. Yes. Um, they pick up right where they left off and it's celebrated. That you you are you encouraged to do it. When I first moved to Los Angeles, um, some of the uh, news photographers had something built into their contract where they would take a, a sabbatical. Mm-hmm. It was built in there. It's no longer there. Obviously, times have changed, but it was for that reason. It was just to step away, clear your head, mm-hmm. come back recharged, and a lot of them, of course, took advantage of it and 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 loved it. And research shows mm-hmm. that when people take vacation, when when we human beings disconnect, whether we take time, uh, uh, even just to, people call it a, a staycation. Right. But the minute you remove yourself from what you are thinking so actively and, and potentially stress-inducing, mm-hmm. that employees come back not only recharged and rejuvenated, but they also come back with greater creativity. Um, in this this research uh, survey that was conducted, uh-huh. one of the questions that they asked uh, to try to measure why this greater creativity happens, mm-hmm. some people said that they actually had moments of even creativity while they were on vacation because they they simply disconnected from that well you read more Mm -hmm. you take more time to listen to music you walk along the beach whatever you're doing on things right right and and yet here's what's interesting only americans only take 73 Mm percent of the vacation Mm -hmm. that's available to them europeans is pretty much 100 percent. right so a lot of Americans leave time on the table. Mm-hmm. A lot of companies don't let you carry over that time. And so that's it's either a benefit that you let use go it you or lose, lose it. It's, exactly. It's and like, then people feel guilty taking that time off mm-hmm. if companies are short handed, um, mm-hmm. if they're afraid maybe a promotion sure. may not happen because they're away from the office so much. Um, even even in, in my line of work, I remember the first decade of, of work. I would never ask for Thanksgiving, Christmas, I or remember. New Year's off because, you know, I felt like I had to be there and I was the new guy in town. And, um, you know, now I do because I do have nephews mm-hmm. and I want to be there when it's the holidays and I want them to remember me being part of their their memories. But, yeah, and I was one of those people, too. And how long have you been at CBS? 20? Going on 27 years yes. uh, in January. And it's only yeah. as of late that you mm-hmm. felt that you have yeah. earned it. Yeah. And that's the difference. Right. Well, my nephew's 15, yeah. right? And I waited those first four years when I thought, well, he's not going to really know I'm not here. Mm-hmm. But once he turned five from that point on, so what, 10 years? 10 years. Yeah. So the first 15 years. Yeah. I remember because yeah. she would yeah. come to, sure. to my house for Thanksgiving. And so that's the stark difference. And that's mm-hmm. what we want to get into this month mm-hmm. is what adjustments can you make because we found some really great t- tips from from really therapists and, and specialists of <laughs> uh-huh. how you can to help you make that mental pivot right. how to find more flexibility mm-hmm. like you have in, right. and letting go of some rigidity in your life and and being able to to deal with change yeah. and, and giving yourself permission to take some time off well one of the things i'm working on cecile on on trying to be a little less rigid and more flexible and this was in some of the research that sean gave us one of those things was 
rigid people tend to be a bit more judgy. Mm. They kind of jump to the conclusion. You know, mm-hmm. I, I basically get to the end chapter before I read the story of your introduction. So I thought about that and I'm like, oh my goodness, I do that really? a lot sometimes. You know, just it kind of goes, sometimes I think it's being funny, mm-hmm. but am I masking, you know, this rigidity under a joke, which correct isn't good. So we're going to be talking about that. We're going to share more about, um, I think I've got an example for every one of those 11 tips that Sean gave us. It's, it's yeah. like the, the old story of the, the, was it the three men in the boat where they start reading about diseases and they end up thinking that they have all the diseases. Right. But I, you know, I, I think that there's a lot to be said about that. Mm-hmm. I guess I never thought of it from that perspective. Isn't that crazy? One, but mm-hmm. I think you're right. And maybe it is because we, we feel that we have to control everything that right. we know that anything that challenges our belief system, we want to push it away because we want to mm-hmm. keep on our path. And judgment is a really, I think judgment is the, is the cancer to flexibility. Mm-hmm. Judgment That's right. robs you That's right. of the freedom to, to give yourself permission to not try to be mm-hmm. a, a superhero or try to be a superhuman uh, which I know um, women is is very much um, a part of, of our identity or a part of what we are, we're told that we can be. Mm-hmm. And look, as we talk about flexibility and ability to take vacation, we know that what is, what is true in, in almost everything in life is that there's always a section of the population mm-hmm. that unfortunately doesn't have these things available to them. And it's right. usually the people that are like marginalized. What, do you mean, what, what things are you talking about? Well, people that are uh, people that are in the margins, people that are uh, lower income mm-hmm. or people that live in poverty, they, they have no yeah. choice. They don't take vacation because they don't they have can't. the choice. They have to work. Or they have more than one job. I know Correct. some of the, the ladies yeah, at work that's true. do a couple of things. Yeah. And, and But I do believe... Because I come from a family where we were of that socioeconomic mm-hmm. strata. Mm-hmm. I think that when I think about my summers as a kid, yeah. I think about playing in the, in the, in the front yard and, and we didn't have money for toys, but we made up games. And, so, sure. and that was encouraged by my parents. And so we were able to still find creativity mm-hmm. and fun and enjoyment and f- have a myriad of things to do. Mm-hmm. Because it was an example from my parents who said, just because we may not have or we don't have the ability to buy doesn't mean that we don't have the ability to still enjoy ourselves and enjoy our family. And I, I remember my summers doing lots of fun things. Yeah. If I think about them now as an adult, there were not things that cost money. There were not things sure. that... There were no vacations. They were mm-hmm. going to the park. They were going to the public pool for 25 cents. We would go to the library. Exactly. On, on certain days, there was story time or craft exactly. days. And yeah, it was free. And, and so I, I think that when I, um, as I think about what you said about being less judgy or judgmental, uh-huh. I think the first person I have to put that on is myself. When yep. I think Look about in the mirror, yeah, I Look know when I think about flexibility yeah. and, and, and changing, I think flexibility is a really important topic for us to talk about when it comes to understanding it from the perspective of multiple generations, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because the millennial generation, certainly, and especially the Z generation, yep. They look for that flexibility in their personal mm-hmm. life. They look for that flexibility in their professional life. And one of the really interesting things now that has come out of the intersection of technology and remote working because mm-hmm. of the pandemic is that people now, if depending on the work that they do, can really work from anywhere. And there's anywhere, actually, anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's actually um, a Kayak, which is a booking yep. uh, online. Um, uh, yeah, you can book hotels, anything, book flights, yeah. Anything. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they notice this strand. Uh, so they have now a guide for work from anywhere. Right. Because people are now, maybe they can't take a vacation uh, a vacation per se, but they call it not a workation. Right. Where they choose to go live somewhere else. Right. To explore that city right. or that country, right. but they're still working remotely. Mm -hmm. There's also those that are called digital nomads, right? They mm -hmm. move into a, a country and mm -hmm. then they just start doing videos of their experience living in that country up until their visa expires. It's usually 90 days, but then they jump to another place and they have sponsors on their YouTube and they make page money. and they're making money doing this. So you talk about Gen Z's, right? People born late 90s, mm -hmm. early 2010s. Mm -hmm. That's what we're talking about. And something interesting, we're talking about the workforce. By 2025, which is what, three years from now? Oh my God. 27% of the workforce is gonna be Gen Z. Uh, and you were saying they have a totally different totally set of priorities. Different. Their flexibility mm -hmm. is the way they see themselves. Yep. They don't think that it's something that should be afforded mm -hmm. to them. That is, mm -hmm. as we were talking about human doers and humor, human beings, maybe that's something mm -hmm. that we'll jump in and explore uh, as we go through this, this series oh, yeah. of podcasts, is that this generation, they are very clearly human beings, where mm -hmm. I would categorize our generation as yeah. more human doers. Mm -hmm. Interestingly enough, my niece, who's 30, so she's definitely a millennial, mm -hmm. uh, just uh, one of the, I guess, the freshman class of, right. of the millennials. Uh, she just got married a year a year ago, mm -hmm. and her husband is a couple of years older than she is. They both are very successful professionals. Mm -hmm. He's the CMO for a wonderful shoe company. She works for a wonderful uh, gaming company, and they just got married. Modern careers, too, modern right? careers, mm -hmm. and they don't have any children yet. They have a little mm -hmm. dog named Brody, mm -hmm. who's adorable, mm -hmm. who weighs I think all of five pounds. <laughs> and they decided to go live in Europe. So June first, they wow. landed. They're going to live three months in, in the Netherlands because they're interested. And then they're going to move from there to Croatia and Spain because we're Spaniards. So for six months. And it it doesn't affect their careers. The only thing it affects, they have to adjust right. their, their work schedule. But I thought, how wonderful. Mm -hmm. And they're just renting Airbnbs and... and, and, the right, and they're making money. So they're they, making they have money. money to pay for those Airbnbs. And my goodness. Well, we've talked about it in the past um, where one of the top... Um, search terms on um, on Indeed mm -hmm. or on LinkedIn is work from home. People are looking wow. for those jobs. So and that's flexibility. Your niece is doing it. Yeah, I am really proud of them both mm -hmm. because they they are planners. So a little bit of our generation rubbed right. off on them. But you have to plan. No matter of course, what. you yeah. have to plan. They had to find the right mm -hmm. uh, Airbnbs to rent, mm -hmm. and they had to figure out what the requirements Finances, are. All yeah. of that, mm -hmm. especially because uh, we read that Americans. The increase of Americans mm -hmm. going to on vacation in Europe this summer, as supposed to last summer, is up 600%. So prices uh -huh. are through the roof. So they had to really plan it. Wow. And that's the case for everybody. Yeah. Look, we all know that the cost of living has gone up. Inflation is, mm -hmm. is a thing that is in very much in, in everyone's mind. Mm -hmm. And if you don't really understand what inflation is, all you have to look at is gas prices today mm -hmm. versus a week ago. Oh, day by day, gas mm -hmm. prices keep going up. There's also the the shrinkflation yes. that a lot of people are noticing. Uh, the potato chip bags. Potato chip bags <laughs> are, there's fewer ounces. Uh, Domino's uh, chicken wings, their order went from 10 wings to eight. Same price, but now you're only getting eight wings. Um, I have some statistics on that we're going to talk about that just kind of made headlines this week. Um, as well. so And we're also yeah. going to give uh, hopefully some great tips on how to be able to plan right. an affordable vacation. That's where everything digitally online mm -hmm. is so helpful because that's the that's the truth of it. Whether your budget allows you to have a amazing European vacation right. or whether the 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 time off, the time to disconnect, to 
to stretch your body and stretch your mind and open mm-hmm. yourself up to beautiful new things if that all can only be done by going to the next county over or going to a park with a bunch the of beach, friends yeah all of that is 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 available and we're, we want to be able to give um some some information on how people can do mm-hmm. that because it is important because at the end of the day we have to ask ourselves and i always take it first from a standpoint as an american mm-hmm. what what are we known for what what is it that's again what is it that's important to us mm-hmm. what do i need after two years of what we've all survived uh, what we have survived the last three weeks with the horrible mass shootings mm-hmm. to allow ourselves right the, the the gift to give ourselves an opportunity to to exhale and to allow laughter and good memories and joy and love and wonder to fill our our hearts and our minds because that's what we need to be able to sustain Mm -hmm. how challenging life can be. And that's what we remember, right? I mean, I I tend to think my memories are mostly happy ones Mm -hmm. and we tend to forget negative things that happen in our life, at least as a, as a defense mechanism, right? So we want to, um, reach out to our listeners. We want to give them tips, things. If if we've learned something, we know our Mm -hmm. listeners can too. Uh, because when you're more flexible, I mean, just the fact that being more flexible means you're happier. Yes. I mean, why wouldn't you want to start working on that? Yes. And and I think the way I also think about flexibility, mm-hmm. because that can, I can say, well, I'm flexible. I, I ate this instead of that, so I'm good to go. <laughs> I think what that also means is giving yourself permission right. to think something differently, mm-hmm. to look at something differently. And one of the benefits about getting out of your own head and getting out, out of your own neighborhood is empathy and compassion for mm-hmm. how other people live, mm-hmm. whether it will inspire you to live like people live or to give you an appreciation for how other people live and how fortunate mm-hmm. you are in your life. Or maybe it's just to go try out some really great food and some really great right. music. All of us, after what we lived through the last few years, need to give ourselves the mm-hmm. break where we laugh and create memories and create that that communal sense of sharing with other people um, some really good times. Yep. The, this, the beginning of this podcast, um, I shared that I'm about to go pick up my sister mm-hmm. at the airport. And leading up to that moment, um, you know, I was so stressed out. I was writing a list where we're mm-hmm. going to go this day, that day. They want to go see a California adventure. They want to do different things. Then I realized, you know, they're just the so rigidity, happy. The rigidity, well, right? <laughs> well, I asked them and I asked my sister, what do you want to do? Anything's okay. You know, it's like I, you put so much stress on mm-hmm. yourself and they're just happy to be here. Um, I think the simpler we live our lives to, the simplicity of it, and what we're going to share with with people that are going to really make a difference. That is such a good point, yeah. Vaughn. And that is where you and I are very similar. Yeah. And that is where we takes a minute. Takes a minute. That right? is where we we can be, we can stretch, we can adapt, we can maybe allow ourselves to color outside the lines. Mm-hmm. My family says the same thing when I say my sisters are coming up or my nieces. I have hour to hour sure. packed and uh-huh. I feel the pressure to take them here and facials and massages and this and that mm-hmm. because I, I adore them. I, I say I'm, I know they're my family, but I'm just lucky to know them, but they do not expect any of that. They truly are they're just, just happy to be here, right? Get out of the heat because they live mm-hmm. in Arizona. And that's the pressure that I put on myself. And honestly, yes, we've done some really amazing things in my life. I'm, I'm very fortunate mm-hmm. that we've had the, the, the good fortune to be able to do all those things. But 
honestly, when we get together, we remember those trips. But what we really talk about, yeah, even whether we're in my house or we're in France or in Spain or wherever, is the conversations that we had, mm-hmm. the, how much we laughed, yep, and what we ate. You know, it's funny you're talking about this. This falls into exactly what you were talking about: being flexible. And the simplicity of life. When we went to Spain in 2002 oh. Oh, yes. and uh, we woke up one morning and, and you had been <laughs> down to the village. And well, you guys were sleeping. We woke up and you had breakfast for us. And then you taught a, a yoga class <laughs> on our terrace outside. And look, it's you were meant that's 20 years ago. And 20 still years ago. Um, the, the vivid picture I have in my mind of, of that moment in time is still very much alive. And that's mm-hmm. what I think really bound us as friends Juan. Mm-hmm. yes it was Spain but what bound us as friends is all the trauma that we went yeah, to in traveling yeah. which is also part of the gift of of getting yourself mm-hmm. out of your comfort zone yeah. and dealing we with a different kind it. of stress yeah. and mm-hmm. and and being lost and all kinds of crazy stuff being pulled over because they thought right. we were drinking On we Easter weekend and right. we hadn't even mm-hmm. had water because we had been lost for hours um and that's part pre of it. GPS, pre-GPS. Uh, yeah, pre GPS. Pre GPS. Yeah. Freeways. Pre. Gen all of Z's. That. Yeah. yeah pre GPS. Th- that's the way yeah. we used to travel. Sure. And that's what we remember. Mm-hmm. And that's what grounded us in friendship. And that's what I know I'm going to take to my grave. Right. And and that is what we want to cover in yeah. June. We want to re- remind uh, us and, and our listeners of what it feels like to be maybe a little bit carefree, a little adventurous, mm-hmm. and a whole lot joyful. And that will bring us to the end of another episode of Ends With Z. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you hear, please share and tell your friends. You can find out more about us at endswithz.com. For Cecile Munoz and executive producer Sean Moe, I'm Juan Fernandez. Have a good one because above all else, you matter. You matter.